Welcome back to our channel, Date Nights Matter. I'm Tiffany Rose. And I'm Anthony. We have my brother and my sister-in-law here. And I think they have a great story to tell that many people can relate to. And I'm just excited to get into it. So tell us who you are, how you met, all that fun stuff, your story. I want to hear the real. Don't give me the fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> so what's upon a time now? <laughs> um, as my sister said, Tiffany, uh, I'm Hugh. Um, it's my wife, Jen, and we met here in Los Angeles in um, 2015. I was thinking about moving to Los Angeles, and after um, a while, I wanted to come here and pursue acting. And uh, it was, was it March? It was during my spring break. Yeah, I, was, was I, was, I was teaching out there mm -hmm. in Ohio, and I was had a week off, so I was like, let me go to L.A. to see. I had some friends out here that... Um, they were like, yeah, come out here, stay with us. We'll show you around and we can talk about um, steps with how it is out here in X, Y, and Z. So uh, she was a part of that group um, of my friends that I worked with. Uh, and uh, so I met her through them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Friends. Didn't you know her brother too? No, no, no. Oh, no. Her brother knew them. Oh. Um, they, they worked at the same university, but at different times. So oh, they have those same mutual okay. friends. Yeah. That's I always thought you knew her brother from China. Her brother know. did work in China, yeah, but okay. our friends, the ones that lived here, they knew her brother. Okay. And because yeah. of that, she okay. knew them. Yeah, so was she like, left, what, like two years before you? Or something yeah, like that. So they just missed we each miss other. Each other okay. Right? Mm -hmm. gotcha. Gotcha. But, so then you guys met and yeah, did you start dating immediately no. or how did that go? <laughs> that, so, I, so that week I was just visiting. Okay. Right. So I, I came back, went to school, and then in the summertime is when I came back and I hung out with my friends, the friends again, and she mm -hmm. was there. We, um, we kind of lived because of you know how the city works. Some of them lived in Pasadena, some of them lived in Burbank, and wherever she was, one she lived in Burbank, mm -hmm. and I was living in Hollywood, and I was okay. moved around, ended up in Burbank, and because of that and shared interests, we were hanging out with each other more than I was hanging out with my other friends because mm. they were just too far. And yeah. you live in LA, yeah. you want to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. she was more interesting to hang out with than the, the traffic is what brought it. The traffic. Exactly. <laughs> it was easy to <laughs> hang out. Yeah. But I think she was, she was way more interesting to hang out with because yeah. she liked basketball. They right. did it. And I was like, how can I? There was March Madness. March we started Madness. talking yeah. about that because you were there in so, March. I do not like basketball. I don't know. Where are we friends, you know? <laughs> So how long were you guys kind of friends before it turned into anything? How long did you know it was turning into anything? It took a minute. It was a while. Yeah. Like, we were, because you moved a couple months later, and now we lived, and we would hang out with those that group of friends, but then because I was working as a nurse, I had a lot more time off, so I had a lot more availability to hang out than those other people that were working, like, a nine-to-five, five days mm -hmm. a week. Right. Um, and then because of our shared interests, and I owned a basketball, like, <laughs> we would, it's the little things. You know, yeah, like we would, we would start playing basketball mm -hmm. and, and we would just hang out. I had only been in the city for about a year, so I was still exploring it and new to it and didn't know a lot of people. And you came from Nebraska. Nebraska. Right. Yep. And I what kind of drew you yeah. to LA? 
honestly, just stick it out in a brass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a, yeah, <laughs> I had a very different mindset. I wanted to travel. I wanted right. to see the world. I wanted to explore new things, yeah. and I just couldn't that. Yeah. So um, I did travel nursing. I um, ended up liking the place that I worked at and stayed. And then, so when did you guys start dating? What was that transition phase? For me, it was. When I asked you. That's when we started. I know. Well, it that. Yeah, that was kind of a journey. Like honestly, we became best friends. Yeah. Okay. I would say the moment that I started having feelings um, was a very specific moment. Um, we were a basketball again. <laughs> the theme <laughs> of the story here. Basketball. Yeah. Love basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we were trying to we were trying to play and we couldn't find a place. The normal park in Burbank, it was full. There were so many people playing there. So then we looked for another park. I think we probably went to four or five different parks. We couldn't it was either under construction or people were playing. Um, and we were like, seriously, we just want to play. <laughs> like, why can't we play? Um, and then we found a park. We get to the last one. Nobody's there. There's no tape saying we can't go there. And it's backwards, and that's it. There's no rest. That's the most LA. That's backwards. Every kid was on stupid game. We're like, whatever. We don't play like this. Yeah. Yeah. Just shoot at the backboard. Yeah. <laughs> you hit the puck, yeah. the little uh, uh, square, whatever, you get some points. Yeah, <laughs> and then so if, like you would try to hit the left corner and then the right corner. We just we made up our own game, and I would say that was such a huge mm-hmm. moment for me because I saw okay, these are showing characteristics mm-hmm. of the man that he is. Like mm-hmm. we were determined to play, mm-hmm. where we were gonna do something, and then it didn't turn out the way we wanted. So we found a way to make it work. We yeah. found a way to have fun, Problem even solved. though yeah. the yeah. circumstances. Yeah, exactly. And then, then we just went and sat on the jungle gym and talked for hours until yeah. probably midnight, one in the morning. Yeah. Well, and would you say that was the same moment that it kind of hit you as a man? Uh, like, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, no. I did it not was... see that. <laughs> It was just basketball. Yeah, you're really like, I feel like that would be the moment for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't until later uh, where she, she just showed herself to be a true friend. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to make authentic friends out here, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so sure. she was, and she's not in the industry, so I feel like yeah. that, may, that was a big um, reason why it was easy to make friends with someone. Um, not that they, you can't make friends of issues, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it was more authentic. So uh, as we as it, it took a while, but as we kept talking, as we kept hanging out, I was like, oh, she's she's real. She's we have similar ideology, if not the same. Um, and she sees me for who I really am instead yeah. of um, growing up, people telling me who I am or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can be real. So then now you're dating. How long before you guys decided to get married? Not long. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was that long. Yeah, totally I don't right. remember the timeline, but yeah. I didn't think it was that long. We, I, I'm good with dates, though. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I got, got you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> No, I knew that. I knew the time. 
It's interesting. <laughs> well, we started dating in August, and then you proposed New Year's Eve. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a man, I have to ask, what was that moment to say she's my wife? I was. Where was I? I was. I was walking around. <laughs> <laughs> And, no, I was basketball. I walked out of my house and I forget, I think you had called or something. And I was just praying. I was like, why? I can't get her out of my head. Or why? Lord, I was just asking God, like, is, is who is she supposed to be to me? Or something along those lines. And, and it was just clear, like, it was just peace. Mm-hmm. I just had peace. I was just like, yeah, she's, she's authentic. She's, she's, like, don't second guess. Like it's, yeah. it's, it, it's working. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's I can't hear the timeline. It was before August, <laughs> before I saw, but I was like, you know what? I think what mostly stopped me was my fear. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was nothing about her that was wrong. It was just like, um, hypothetical negative right. situations that were never going to happen right. and didn't happen. Um, so it was just in my head. So. How did you overcome that? She really helped me. She helped me overcome. Like, um, I was just fearful of relationships and women, and she was just solid the whole way. Yeah. Like, she had she, her foundation was just set. So, because she knew who she was, it was I was I was helped. Mm-hmm. You know, so having someone like that, you can't let go. Yeah, you know? definitely. And mm-hmm. you feel the same? Yeah, we we really grew a lot together because with our living situations with roommates we didn't really have a place that we could hang out like necessarily the two of us so we started just walking and going on these long walks in the neighborhood that we lived in because we lived a few blocks away from each other and we like we really just became best friends and he was that person that I would always go to and, and there wasn't that pressure because we didn't it wasn't that a love at first sight moments like mm-hmm. we, we didn't have that we were yeah. just like okay he's cool we get along and we really got to know each other and we knew the the dirt and the mm-hmm. like stuff that you wouldn't necessarily share when you're in that first bubble when you go on a first date yeah. with someone so we really got like the raw versions of each other that's amazing i think that's what makes the best relationship mm-hmm. friendship no, 100%. I mean, you got to be best friends. That's yeah. something we always preach. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you made a great note of like not putting those hypotheticals in your head because I think us men, we do that a ton where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I was treated this way in the past, yeah. right? This may yeah. happen or does she really like me? But you mm-hmm. kind of just, and that's a lot of courage, right? And yeah. especially from August to what was it, January? Mm-hmm. That's like, wow, you know, so kudos. Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of us is like, all right, you got to prove this to me. And then yeah. I want to see your cup for me. And then I want to see how you act in this season, you know, yeah. so on and so forth. So I just see that as like, wow, yeah. that's, that's courage. Yeah, I think, again, for me, it, it boiled down to like the ideology. Because mm-hmm. like, you, you can, somebody can cook great, but if right. you can't get along in the house, <laughs> exactly. what's the point of eating Speak food? Speak on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's yeah. like, like from how she wanted to raise kids or how mm. she um, thought about God, things like that. It was like, okay, so we, we, we align. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we can look different. doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Like, can we respect each other and, and work with each other and yeah. move forward? Yeah. 
I think that's why we're able to move so quickly from dating to engaged because we kind of already had that unintentionally ironed out before yeah. we started dating. Right. Yeah. So I think that's why we shocked a lot of people that are like, oh, you're engaged already? And yeah. Like, do you even know him? <laughs> like, do you even know her? But we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we moved to LA in November after you guys started dating. So mm-hmm. August yeah. and then November and then you guys were engaged. I was like, who is this girl? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, I guess. We'll get the door. Yeah, I know. We'll get the door. <laughs> Now being married, I know a little bit, but I would like you guys to kind of talk about your plans moving forward after you guys got married. What did that look like for you? <laughs> so after I got married, we 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 had like a five year a year plan, five year plan. We had just different goals that we each that that we could come together on. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those was uh, to have children after the first year of marriage, because the first year we wanted to just continue to get to know each other. Yeah. How are we acting, living with each other, just before we life into the world right. um, uh, and really understand what because and, and that, that that turned out to be great we got to travel we went to a lot of travel Israel went to Israel Belize, Belize the Republic we went to Iceland we went all over yeah, yeah. so yeah. we got to travel and that was just I recommend it if yeah. yeah and before having kids go and do that stuff because as you know with a kid <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't play my PlayStation for <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played my PlayStation. Inside, <laughs> I bought a PS5. I haven't played my PlayStation, and I have to schedule PlayStation time. Man, so, no, um, that was a one year ago. Then some other goals: get a house, and do some other things. Um, career goals, like different. Yeah, we wrote, we wrote it all out. Mm-hmm. We were like, "This is this is the plan. This yeah. is what we're gonna do." And then, well, life doesn't go as planned. Most, most of it, you know what? Most of it did go yeah, most of it very did. as planned, and, and we, we again problem solved. Yeah. Know, with a lot of these things, like um, um, yeah, we got a house. We a lot of things we put down. Uh, we read more mm-hmm. together. We walk more together. Things that the small things or the big things. The one thing, of course, that didn't that they know about um, that hasn't happened yet was um, we haven't. Been able to have a kid yet, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's been a six plus year journey. Right, right. So, okay, now you after you guys got married, it was about a year that you guys were waiting mm-hmm. to have a kid. What happened at first when you found out that you weren't able to have a kid? Like, how did that conversation go? How did you find out? I mean, I was definitely the more intense one throughout the whole situation. <laughs> um, and with me just having like a medical background and everything, um, there's a, literally a million different things that have to happen in the body to have a baby, right? Like it's, it's a miracle every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we had that year wait and we started trying and it wasn't, wasn't happening. And, Honestly, I kind of had a feeling um, that something was wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And you're supposed to wait a year of trying, which is ridiculous. And that's a soapbox I can go on (laughs) somewhere else. But um, so we told our doctor that we had been trying for a year. And then they did all the tests and everything. to figure out, and they said that we had a 3% chance of getting pregnant naturally. Mm-hmm. 
and they said, um, just go straight to IVF. And I don't really like taking any sort of pills. Like, we're pretty natural. We um, eat very healthy and just stuffing all these medications in my body automatically yeah. and yeah. and not really knowing why we're not getting pregnant. Like, I wasn't okay with that answer. Mm -hmm. um, there were no answers. Yeah, there were no there answers. Were like, this could be it. That could be it. <laughs> it was just real. I was getting frustrated yeah. with um, medicine and the medical mm -hmm. answers that they were giving us. Mm -hmm. They would say, well, you can try this, and it might help. It might not help. It could make it worse. Mm. Yeah. And that's the kind of answers we were, we were getting. I know that one was new to me because I'm not yeah. in the medical field. Right. She was more familiar with it, and I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. I'm getting frustrated. And with just the situation, it's just like, I don't understand, I don't understand. So that was, it was like, we were fine, mm -hmm. like supporting what she wanted, supporting what I wanted, helping each other, like encouraging each other through the times, like we could, we used to do this, um, but I still didn't know. Anything. Yeah. yeah. So, but what did that look like a little bit more with supporting each other? Because obviously that can take a toll on your marriage, something like that. Um... Where did I live? So <laughs> it, was, it was more like she and I, because she, she knew more about the the field, of course. So mm -hmm. she was like, "Okay, we can try IUI." Um, and I was like, "What's that?" No, right. So she she explained. It. I was like, "Okay, let's try." Yeah, it costs money, but whatever. We we let's, we can work in, yeah. and mm -hmm. we didn't have debt, so let's why not? And then that didn't work, and I I was just. Confused at that with this one place, it was that you do three IUIs, um, and they did nothing more. Than that. But I was well, I'd say like how, but how are you supported because that's what she was asking. Is well, like yeah, the supporting you because for me, like, not that it doesn't hit men, but mm -hmm. I think it definitely hits women harder, mm -hmm. and this is something like dream job would be to be a stay-at-home mom like that's mm -hmm. always what I wanted it's always been a desire for me and you know you it makes you feel frustrated you feel upset you feel so many emotions and I think he let me have those emotions mm -hmm. and that was really supportive for me um to be able to cry to be able to yell to be able to like you know, just get it out. Mm -hmm. And he didn't complain about that. He let me be free to just be crazy, yeah. <laughs> whatever. And, you know, there were, there were times where I probably looking back was very intense, but you know, we, we didn't do things or we missed things or that we would, but I would change now looking back at it because mm -hmm. I was so frustrated and hurt by it mm -hmm. and just th that pressure that like oh, I'm getting older and everyone's like yeah. oh you have to have kids by a certain age and you have to do this mm -hmm. and I felt so much pressure not from him but just society. from every society yeah. and everything yeah. else yeah yeah and just like oh I don't I don't want to be an old mom mm -hmm. like that's not what I want like mm -hmm. I, we this was our goal this was our plan we're good people. Mm -hmm. Not that that matters, yeah. but, yeah, but yeah, it's like, why is this kind of happening to me yeah. or us? 
So we, we, before we did any like medical treatments, we did a natural, we saw functional medicine. So he definitely supported by all the crazy diets. Like, okay, sorry, honey, this week we're not eating this. We're not going to eat that. We're going to, we have to do all these exercises. (laughs) Take these supplements and he didn't complain about it. And that was extremely supportive for me. A long answer for the support question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, she wanted to move forward with um, having children. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's keep going. Because I feel like, so, you know, a lot of maybe guys, I don't know if they do or not, but they, people may want to quit. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. not working, so let's stop. Mm-hmm. So for me, supporting was just like, let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And then whatever she said, too. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, I think being that listening ear, though, you yeah. know, that's something that we even talk about all the time, just letting you vent, right, and get it out, right, and not always trying to solve. Mm-hmm. Because in this situation, right, it's out of your hands. There's nothing yeah. you can do. And I know as men, it's always like, all right, well, I'm going to Google this. I'm going to run to the store. I'm going to do something to make sure I'm answering my wife, right? Mm-hmm. And to just kind of be that listening ear, you know, that's something that I think a lot of men can do better. Um, so to hear that during this stage, but I guess from that first point, take me through that next journey, right? When you guys started going through a diet, what did that next phase kind of like look like for you guys? It was expensive. <laughs> That's one thing <laughs> going, I know. <laughs> going to a functional medicine doctor in LA is real expensive. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> eating all organic and I mean, all the vegetables and everything mm-hmm. that you eat and the time to cook, it's its time-consuming, and, and you want it to work right away, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, we, we did this for a month, but um, you have to do it for a long time. So it was time-consuming, expensive, just kind of relearning how, how many things that actually hinder fertility mm-hmm. in this country that we really normalize. Mm-hmm. Um, and just doing a lot of research. It was a lot of reading for me, a lot of research, and then which I like doing that. I'm kind yeah. of a nerd, yeah. so I was okay with doing all that research. Um, and then that wasn't working. Um, <clears throat> we we kind of went to a couple of different doctors to get some other opinions, and then um, that's when we and I even actually changed jobs because. Mm-hmm. Working in the hospital during COVID is very stressful. Right. And that's one of the biggest things that they say when you're trying to get pregnant mm-hmm. is reducing stress, um, <clears throat> which that ended up being a blessing. Um, I work from home now and the company has fertility benefits, which no other company that I've ever worked for ever had fertility benefits yeah. for my job or his job. Yeah. Um, I think that's, you know, there wasn't a lot, but it was something. So yeah. then we felt that we could do medical treatments because we had that funds for it. So let's try it. So that's when we tried the IUIs. Um, that did not work. We did three. Um, then after that, um, we we decided to go IVF, mm-hmm. which is more yeah, an aggressive, more aggressive for uh, more medicine that she would have to take. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it sucks for the women because they have to do all these things and we, right. we just did, right. right? And I can't, I can't do anything to help really yeah. other than what do you need, right? What do you need? How can I help? Um, in whatever capacity, 
Yeah, she needs me in. And but the IVF was way more aggressive. And I don't know, I don't feel like I'm in detail, but but that didn't work either. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were told this is like what we were supposed to do and this would work and and it didn't work. And we just spent all this money and I probably gained twenty pounds from all the hormones and you just, I just would feel sick all the time. Yeah. So exercise was out of the question, and it was very frustrating. I, <clears throat> again, like, he was there with me during that frustration and um, supportive. Yeah, she also, she actually wanted to do uh, the documented video, mm-hmm. and we started that. So that um, maybe we can encourage others, but then it failed, and we're like, "How can we encourage?" Yeah. No, I think was, you still can. We probably I still mean, can, but yeah, it was just it was just it hit us. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It's one of those where like, what do we do? Yeah, how can we really help anybody? We can. Yeah. So um, how did you guys decide to move forward after the first time you went through IVF? We took a break. I, I. Oh, I was like, I can't like, mm-hmm. do this again and have it not work. And mm-hmm. we had no answers they, again. And that's a really frustrating thing with infertility a lot of times is there are no answers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all my test results would come back fine. And they're like, we don't, we don't understand why we didn't work. Like, we had a, a good, um, like, sample and everything. They're like, by the book everything looks perfect mm-hmm. we, we don't know why this didn't work we went to a very reputable like reputable place we did research recommendations and it was frustrating it wasn't until we finally got to this one place where like there might be uh, problems with the mail mm-hmm. which no one talks about mm-hmm. yeah you know and so we we, we got, i got tested and they were like yeah it, this could be an issue so we, I had sick medicine, presumably fixed, mm-hmm. still no luck. Mm-hmm. So like, so we fixed it, but what, what's, why can't we? Yeah. It? yeah. And that was, that was tough still. Like, yeah. How does that affect your relationship with God in, within your marriage? Like, Oh, heavy man, because like <laughs> you're the one who said, all these things. And for, 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 I'm not speak for you, but for me, I was just like forcing myself to trust him mm-hmm. when I when I felt um, abandoned. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I felt like I followed him well. Growing up, mm-hmm. like did the reading I had to do, listen to my parents, like I had to do, do all these, go to church, like they told me to do, and I was and I was legitimately seeking God, yeah. and then it come around, and he didn't show, he doesn't show up in the situation. It's mm-hmm. like I'm either missing something, or you know, you, you have all these thoughts, enemies attacking, or God doesn't care, whatever. And I'm just like, I, don't, I still believe it's in his hands. I just don't have answers. And yeah. he's like, you don't want to speak to me? Like, yeah, I, 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 just don't, I just don't know. I just don't know. 
And I don't want to bl like blame him in, in the sense that like I would lie to. I don't feel like I have. Maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. But I've I still hope. Yeah. yeah. I still hope. Mm -hmm. it, 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 he's working things out. Yeah. A lot of reading songs for me where David's yeah. just like, why are you abandoning me? What's going on? Like, what's up? Like, where are you? And then, you know, he finishes it out with, but you are good. You are faithful. And just that reminding and, um, you know, God is a big God. Like, he can take mm -hmm. those big emotions. Mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of them the last mm -hmm. five years. Mm -hmm. And really hashed it out with him. Like, mm -hmm. what are you, like what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Like, how how has this not happened, you know, when this is a promise that you give in the Bible? Like, mm -hmm. this is a dream that you've and so us, that yeah. you've given us. So she, yeah, she was talking about Psalms, yeah. and I was over here reading Ecclesiastes. Like, Life is meaningless. Life is meaningless. But at the end, so um, Psalm was like, "Wait, Lord, you got it." Just keep that up, and it, it's it's coming to a point. Even now, it's like, oh, Lord, this is what you're saying, what you're doing. I trust you. I don't like it. No. <laughs> you don't have to like it. Yeah. Right. Do it. <laughs> but I would read to submit to him. So, yeah. you know, I think he's 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 faithful though. Mm -hmm. Because in the midst of all this, he has blessed us in other ways. Yeah. Like I never dreamed of having a house. Right. Or having a house as big as I have. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a nice house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I'm healthy. Right. Still, like, right. I can still play sports and playing tennis and I'm playing at a, a uh, higher level than it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we traveled like a lot. A lot. Yeah. Never thought we were going to, like, I'd never dreamed of going to Israel. Yeah. yeah. Thing would, and we went to Israel. Or, you know, the Blue Lagoon in, in Iceland. Like, yeah. Never thought I'd go there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. We, right. And yeah, Grandma, like, I didn't, I don't, I, I don't get to see grandma often and she yeah. comes to our house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Out of so three years, two out of three yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's for me, that was like the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, God has shown me that to, to be able to see grandma, both grandmas, cause that's all grandma yeah. rose yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Um, last year, you know, last year. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of blessings. So, yeah, yeah. I think just <clears throat> remembering that we chose each other yeah. and we're on the same team and you know when one of us is having a bad day then the other one helps carry that other person and vice versa mm -hmm. and we we've said so many times like even though this is really hard we're not gonna let this destroy us yeah. we're not gonna let it break us like mm -hmm. we might have a little some cracks yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but we won't we won't let it break us we won't let it destroy us because yeah. i mean infertility is one of the top reasons that people get divorced yeah. and break up yeah. and you know the one thing our marriage is always a priority and yeah. we're always going to choose god first and each other second yeah. and that's one of the things that drew me to him is I knew that I would always be second, mm -hmm. but only second to God. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, along with that, yeah, like she she's not putting the baby over me. Mm -hmm. Right. 
but she's yeah. not saying you have to have a baby or you're out or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're still a priority to each other. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but no, yeah, I feel like a lot of people yeah. would put their children over their yeah, spouse. They mm-hmm. do. And they do. I understand the reason why you do that. Mm-hmm. But in order for the child to be successful, we put, I feel like yeah. we put each other first. Child is still important. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, yeah. I'm not saying he, yeah. he or she is third and we mm-hmm. ignore. No, because we can take care of each other, we feel like our child mm-hmm. uh, will be able to have the success that he or she needs. And yeah. I feel like you guys have that. Yeah. You guys put each other first. And mm-hmm. Kingston is like. Benefits. <laughs> benefits. Because benefits, our kids yeah. will benefit. Because mm-hmm. This is okay. Yeah. God, marriage, and the kids. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. career is way down the line. Yeah. It's not even. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. You are no longer the future. Right. <laughs> You're just here. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I feel like I mean, I just as we're having this conversation, just the strength you guys have, the love yeah. you guys have, is just so like I admire it. Right? I know I have Tiffany and what we have, but just what you guys are going through, and it could have definitely have yeah. separated you two. But I feel you guys have come closer, mm-hmm. right? And. God has a way of working, right? And I see that, that yeah. you guys are now here more than ever because yeah. of the situation. And yeah. yes, the situation sucks. Like, it's it's <laughs> terrible, right? Yeah. We're not going to just overshadow that. But the fact that you guys, beautiful home, right? Yeah. You know, getting new cars here and there. Oh, I want to get rid of this one. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get this one, right? You know, yeah. having the family come down for Thanksgiving, like those beautiful moments that will never be taken away right and something we'll always remember as a family like that's those are those things that are going to sit in our hearts to the day we die right yeah. sitting in our casket so i just admire that and just the strength you guys have is just and it's i think beautiful. too just enjoying the journey yeah. yeah obviously it's not what you thought it would be mm-hmm. and it may end however we don't know yeah. how your story ends but there reminds that, me but, um finding time like we we still find the goofy moments mm-hmm. with each other like yeah. everything is serious all the time right? yeah we're not yeah r- walking around like oh we can't yeah. Yeah. yeah we're like we need to find a way to positive worship because i remember there was one time a long time ago i was down for some reason and worship got me out of it mm-hmm. so we would find time to worship yeah to get out of it like yeah. all right mm-hmm. we still, we're still alive yeah, yeah. yeah. We're still, yeah. we still have all this there's been a lot of chaos outside of our marriage that we've seen go out with our friends and and it's yeah yeah. I can't tell the story but it's it's we're doing well yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I feel I feel my heart goes out to uh, your friend and I'm just like oh man but so finding those moments Mm -hmm. too Really Thank that. God, Lord, I suppose so too. So what he's referring to is my best friend for 30 years, her husband recently passed away. And we were we were really close yeah. to them and that was a that was a big hit. And um don't understand why those kinds of things happen. Yeah. Um but we definitely I think look at each other differently and appreciate each other yeah. a lot more. And then four days after that, um, we lost a baby. 
So yeah, let's... It's, it's been a hard month. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is more recently. After yeah. the IVF, we found another place mm-hmm. um, that they recommend IUI again, but they had kind of a different method than the first place. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, another doctor telling us they can work something out. <laughs> but <it was> right. <laughs> yeah, but he, this, this doctor came really, really highly recommended. Mm-hmm. He had like a six month waiting list to get in. Um, and a lot of my nurse friends had gone there and gotten pregnant. So we went there, and one of the things he said, which I think he's a Christian, but I don't know, because he, mm-hmm. he dropped some hints here and there. And he said, you know, some women, like, you're not meant to just take the eggs from you can get pregnant with the IUI and so and and we did and that was like the best thing ever to see the heartbeat and everything and we thought we're here we finally made it and then like the week after we found our friend's husband died found out our baby didn't make it but they were still at least I am still recovering from that because that was that was I think more devastating to lose a baby than to not be able to get mm-hmm. pregnant because mm-hmm. we have those ultrasounds we right. saw the heartbeat we yeah. felt like this is the home stretch and yeah. it was we felt like the timing was perfect because it was the week of his birthday that that we found out something Oh, this is like the best birthday present ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the whole family was coming for Thanksgiving. So we had this whole like plan to tell everyone. And we just, we were so excited. Um, yeah, I'm just a little sad because like I saw the heartbeat. Right? Yeah. 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 And we came so back a week real. or two weeks later when they told us to come back. And I was looking at the monitor. I was like, in my head, I'm like, why don't I see it? I don't understand what I'm looking at right she put the she put the machine down and she was like but there was just like and i was so sick like i had so like the worst morning sickness i was so sick and had all these symptoms and it just it was so real and so tangible and and that was that was we're still recovering from that one because it's been just a little over a month, month and a half, I guess, December 1st. So you may not know right now what your next steps are, but have you talked about it? Do you see yourself continuing trying to get pregnant or where are you guys at? We're fighters. We're stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) So we're definitely, um, we're definitely going to keep going. Um, Especially that our company renewed some of the policies for, infer- for yeah. infertility. Okay. So it was like, oh, help. Right. Yeah. 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 I actually started um, like a request and asked every coworker that I had to put in to add more fertility benefits. I don't know if I had anything to do with it or not, <laughs> but I got a lot of people to email the company and say like increase benefits because a lot of companies are really starting to realize that okay this is a problem Mm -hmm. it's not talked about what like one in four women I believe this is a 
this statistic will either have trouble getting pregnant and or will have a miscarriage. And people don't talk about it because it sucks. I mean, it, it's painful emotionally. It's very painful physically. Um, and it takes, you know, women away from their jobs. Yeah. There's a lot of... And it's embarrassing if you feel mm. like a failure when mm. it happens. And it's not, like, the nice thing to talk about. And you don't want to... I think people don't want to bring other people down or people are embarrassed to talk about it. There's just so many things around it. Um, but I don't care. Like I'll talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, I actually was going to ask because I think that's interesting since a lot of people don't talk about it. I mm -hmm. think a lot of people feel uncomfortable because they don't know what to ask or mm -hmm. how to go about it. Even with this, I'm like, how do I say this? Yeah, make sure, yeah, yeah. I make sure, you know, being sensitive about it. So do you, you're just open, like, how do you want people to kind of address it? How do you think? Yeah, I think since we've been on this journey for five years, I've become a lot more open about it. Um, there's been a lot of deep thinking and searching. And um, I would say, like, the biggest no-no is please don't give unsolicited advice. Like, please don't. That's just to women. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, please don't, like, I, you know, yeah. and then don't, like, don't make it about you necessarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, if I yeah. say, like, hey, this is what I'm going through, like, oh, I know exactly what you're going yeah. through. Yeah. I, my sister's mom's cousin. Right. <laughs> That's great. Like, I, you I, I, I yeah. Right. Or, like, oh, yeah, I know someone that's been trying to get pregnant for 20 years and it never happened. Right. I don't want to hear that story. Right. Like, unless I'm asking for it. Yeah. So, I would say that the biggest thing is, um, like reaching out and just saying like, hey, I'm here for you. I care about you. Like what, like if you need anything, please let me know. What can I do? And kind of asking, cause there are some days where you look at me and I want to cry. Like mm -hmm. when it first happens, mm -hmm. you know? And then there are other days where like, I want to talk about it. Yeah. And you know, I don't necessarily want to bring it up to other people cause I know it makes them uncomfortable. And then they don't know what to say. So I don't like bringing it up to most people. But if someone asks me about it, I'm 90% of the time good with talking about it mm -hmm. and appreciate being asked, like, mm -hmm. how we're doing. Yeah. Some people, you know, everyone's different, right? So some people may not want to talk about it, but mm -hmm. just I feel like us talking about it or it being out there. We've seen videos of other people talking about it. Uh, just... You're not alone. I mean, know that it's 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 something going on. One in four women, she said. Um, again, we don't know the exact yeah, statistic, but uh, it's there's it's it's a thing going on. Yeah. So, you're not alone. I think asking like the biggest thing is just asking like if you know, do you want to talk about it? Do you what do you want to share? Like, what can I do? Or do you want to hear a story? Do you want to hear about my mom's cousins, friends, like? I know a success story. Like, would you like to hear about it? I think asking um, instead of just like shoving yeah, your advice at someone, yeah. which I think that's kind of like a life principle. Like, you don't want to just, yeah. I think you could do this better. Right. Like, let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> Right. Right. That's yeah. like the biggest thing is that people are like, no, I understand. Yeah. I've been I've been through it and yeah. And I feel like 
a lot of times because it is on the woman mostly, but we don't talk about the men's perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that often. How do you feel about talking about it to friends, family? People I talk to everybody. I don't have a problem talking about it. Um, I guess I do feel like. I don't know, like, why is it happening to me? But, like, a little bit embarrassed, like, I just never, I I didn't think this happened in our family. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I guess a a big part of it is also, like, I'm, you know, how they do the the cultural, like, pressure. So, like, I'm the firstborn um, and the male. So the family line goes through me, and then there's no kid, so there's no family line after me so it's like and then you get with the whole guilt trip like oh is god punishing me is god punish the family did i do something wrong or you know just all of that so all that but i, I don't mind talking about it yeah because yeah it's not gonna hurt yeah no i it think we have help, to have these conversations no, more yeah. i mean so many people are going through it like you said you said one in four um, we should and make a description and make sure. The point is, there's a good percentage. There's a good amount of people yeah, that are going yeah, through this, and yeah. it's not being talked about no, yeah, at all. No, I'm glad you. you guys came and told your story and actually spoke about it. I really appreciate it. One last question that we always like to ask is how important date nights are to you. And I know that you guys kind of said it in there that you guys still find ways to be together, but how often do you guys go on date nights? How important is it? If it was up to her, I think we'll go on date nights every day. (laughs) 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 I'm like, you're made like that? (laughs) No, but um, once a week, uh, we try to do something. Yeah. Um, It doesn't have to be Friday night, but any any day of the week. Um, But we, we, she loves to go on walks. Sometimes I fuss about it, but we go on walks because uh, <laughs> she enjoys um, the honesty. <laughs> she she'll she'll play tennis with me, yeah. uh, even though she doesn't care for that either. Mm-hmm. But she'll play. Yeah, it's um, important. And then we'll go find some different spots to eat. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, our whole entire life is kind of a big date because it's right. just the two of us. Like mm-hmm. yeah. we cook together, we watch TV together. We got a dog. Yeah, we got a dog together. Mm-hmm. Like that's which is funny because that's that's why I was laughing because now that we have a dog, he doesn't like to go for walks. <laughs> but when it was just us, we would go on walks like, all the, the time. So I, 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 don't, I don't understand that, but hey. Um, but yeah, our whole life is just kind of a date. Yeah. Pretty much, I mean, we even go grocery shopping together. Right, like right. we literally do everything. I can't remember the last time I went to a store without. Exactly. We actually <laughs> legit like friends. Yeah. That's what I want to say. It's, it's the little things at the end of the yeah. day. The walks. Yeah. Cooking together. It's yeah. not going to the five star restaurants. Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. that's something that needs to be yeah. spoken about more. Yeah. Um that it's not it just, yeah. yeah. And you can do it in a way that doesn't annoy your partner. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, we still I, give each other space because yeah. yeah. space is yeah. needed, too. You right? get your video game time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Get time to do your game. Yeah. 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 That was all you. Like, that I had nothing to do with that, for the record. That was all you. But I think that's 
but we also have that freedom where he's like, hey, I just need to be alone and play a video game right now. And I'll right. say, okay, I just want to do this, read my book or whatever yeah. in silence. And we communicate that with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do still like going to the five-star restaurant. Of course. So of that course. is still, I mean, <laughs> that's on the table still. So that is still, <laughs> yeah. still there. <laughs> Oh, that still needs to happen. For yes. sure, for sure. <laughs> I think that's the thing, though. Keeping it fun. Uh -huh. Keep dating. That's the key to marriage. Keep mm -hmm. dating. And being able to, like you just said, being able to tell him, hey, I just need to read this book. Yeah. I need time yeah. to play this video game, right? Mm -hmm. And having the courage, one, having the security, two, right? Not feeling judged, not feeling like I'm pushing you away. Yeah. It's like, no, we still need to be individuals as well. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us forget that. Yeah. Um, but no, I just love it. I love yeah. what you guys have. I know the situation, as I mentioned, has been tough, but to see the mm -hmm. courage, see the strength, it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful to see. It's it beautiful is. to see. But, Thank you guys you know. for being here and yeah. telling your story. Remember that we come out with new videos every Sunday at 5 p.m. Yeah. Pacific Standard Time. We'll see you guys next week.